Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. romantic evening. Dinner for two. Oh, don't be afraid, my dear. I'm love's own messenger, sent to bring you tidings of joy and the promise of newborn ecstasy. Take a seat. of the bubbly to put us on more friendly terms. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. It was fun. The Final Frontier. Over the years, many a horror icon has tried to make the leap into space. It can be a daunting task to recreate a world that takes place light years beyond our own, but that didn't prevent Warwick Davis from donning the green suit once more. Tonight, the dolls discuss Leprechaun 4 in space. And now, the dolls of horror. Welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. Oh, Jamie, 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 Jamie. It's St. Patrick's Day. Yay, but also, what number of Leprechaun were we on? Four. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The one where they go to space and... You know, space is like where you go when you run out of realms to go to in a franchise. And four is pretty early to be doing space, right? I was going to say, usually usually it takes a few more movies before they send them up into space. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, yeah. yeah. All righty. Um, Jamie, <laughs> I'm already at loss for words. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm like, all right, done. Cut it. <laughs> Cut print. Jamie, when's the first time you've seen Leprechaun 4 in space? Okay, this is one of those that, I, I, you know, I don't have like a specific, specific memory with it. I know that I watched it on TV, came on TV, probably around St. Patrick's Day. Right. Um, I usually, you know me, I usually watch things in order. Like I usually try to yeah. do everything in order. This one, I'm pretty sure I, I didn't necessarily see in order just because it was on TV. <laughs> but I haven't seen this one in a while. It's it's not one that I typically uh, revisit. So um, it feels uh-huh. feels slightly like the first time. Not quite. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> okay, I also do not have a very specific memory like you. I don't really know. Okay, truth be told, I don't think I've ever seen this one all the way through when I watched this. Yeah, 
I think I was just flipping through channels. It was probably on sci-fi or USA. And I stopped because it's a leprechaun movie. And then I got bored and I moved on. That's what I think happened. And I'm sure that happened several times uh, throughout the years. So yeah. I have not seen this movie all the way through until last week. Wow. Okay. Okay. And, you know, also, truth be told, it's a little better than I remember it being. I was a little more entertained than I thought I was going to be. I, I will say I was too. I mean, it's not great, but no. um, it wasn't as bad as I thought either. I mean, it was still kind of fun. So yeah, I I had a good time for the most part, and I thought that See? I was going to have a terrible time, um, like I am anticipating having a terrible time with Suspiria remake. But again, we'll see what happens there. I digress. <laughs> it may ch it may change like this one. I had fun. I liked it. I had fun too. I mean, I laughed. You know, um, I snacked. Um, <laughs> I asked questions. You know, where I was like, oh, okay. Um, but you know, I went with it, um, and I I did enjoy it. I I definitely like talked out loud during this one a few times. <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. I do too. <laughs> the huh, okay moment. Yeah. is hilarious and it's constant in this movie yeah yeah <laughs> all right guys so for those of you who have not seen leprechaun 4 from 1996 leprechaun in space here is the synopsis spoilers up the wazoo on this one yes many spoilers ahead on a distant planet lep kidnaps princess zarina and plans to make himself king King of what? I'm not really sure, but, you know, he wants to be the king. Sounds about right. Um, king of what? <laughs> yes. You know, speaking of musicals, because I always speak of, speak of musicals, I automatically thought producers. I used to be the king. The king. The king of old Broadway. It's good to be the king. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm yes. Saying. You know, if you know, you know, you know. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was what I thought automatically. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. This one. Huh. Written by Dennis Pratt. Directed by Brian Trenchard-Smith. We've talked about him several times. I know. That name sounds so familiar. Now I'm like, what did he, Without what did he looking, talk about? Can you remember? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dead and driving. Oh, what? I would have never guessed that. <laughs> also, Leprechaun 3. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And Leprechaun 3 is really fun. I love me some Leprechaun mm -hmm. 3. Um, you know, like you said, you were thinking that maybe you saw these out of order, right? I know mm -hmm. I saw these out of order because I always thought part 3 was part 2. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, he did Leprechaun 3. He also did the show I used to watch a long time ago, short-lived, called The Others. And... Mm -hmm. We haven't talked about this for a while. He directed the Flipper Show. Oh, <laughs> it had to come up again, re like soon. You know, I was yes. waiting. Where's we, the Flipper person? <laughs> we were due. We were yeah. due. My next yeah. mission is to find something related to passions. <laughs> I know it's been a while. <laughs> the universe is not right if we don't talk about passions at least once a month. <laughs> it's been way too long. It has. <laughs> and um, yeah, so this one stars Warwick Davis, of course, as our leprechaun, um, Jessica Collins, Gary Grossman, Rebecca Carlton, 
and Miguel A. Nunez Jr. Love him, among others. All right, kicking off with our favorite kill. So how does it feel to be almost brutally butchered? Hey, hey. Jamie. Okay. Um, the kills in this one. Mixed feelings. <laughs> some of them are some of them are pretty fun. Some of them are kind of okay. Um, I have two. Um my my very favorite, I, I feel like I wrote down the name Mooch. I don't know if that was really his name or not. I know they all had little like, you know, nicknames or whatever. Anyway, it's when they're in the contamination suits and <laughs> The leprechaun comes along in his little contamination suit, which is awesome. And um, he like slashes the guy's contamination suit. And by the time that he's pulled out, um, he's just nothing but a skeleton because the flesh eating bacteria in that room like devoured him. Um, yes. And his his skeleton is beautiful. I love the little contamination suits. It's a it's a nice little payoff because we don't know what's happening as he's dragging him in. We know he's getting eaten by flesh eating bacteria, but then you actually get to see it. So that's my favorite one. Um, just honorary mention to the guy who has the leprechaun explode out of his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that guy, <laughs> Kowalski. Yes. Um, by the way, that. That reincarnation of our leprechaun, because he gets resurrected several times in this movie. I, thought, uh, I don't know why yeah, we need that. Yeah. Anyway, I, uh... um, I just snorted. Okay. Uh, <laughs> very much reminded me of the Freddy's resurrection in Nightmare 4, but like in reverse. Totally. <laughs> in reverse. <laughs> totally. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, he is my honorable mention. This movie's if I can say that totally ripped off some elements from all these other movies that I love yeah. such as Alien okay yeah. um, Nightmare 4 I, if, I'm sure that had to be intentional or at least inspired by but my favorite kill um, I call him Flat Faced Harold <sighs> yes <Okay>. um, <laughs> Drop Dead Fred anyone? I love Drop Dead Fred <laughs> I mean yeah. yes Yes, yes, yes. I saw that and I automatically flash back to Drop Dead Fred when he got his head smashed. It looked mm -hmm. exactly the same and that's why it's my favorite. And, you know, another honorable mention to our leprechaun because how many times can he rejuvenate in one movie? Normally it used to only be like once. Yeah. And the game changed. Yeah. I guess space gives you those super spacey powers. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I will yeah. say I, I like his like ending kill like you know um when he like you know he's like holding on to the the yes. bay doors or whatever and he gets dragged down into space and I think he explodes like <laughs> yes 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 pretty funny oh so funny um okay fashion moment so many looks <laughs> yeah looks what you got miss Jamie Okay, so it's like, I, I wrote down uh, several things, and, and two of them are kind of like boring as fuck, but I really liked them. Like, not usually what I would pick, but, um, and that one is, you know, it's just um, Dolores, she's wearing the silver tank top and the little black shorts in the belt, and she has her dog tags. That's when she's dancing in the entertainment lounge, which yes. I love. I think every spaceship should have an entertainment lounge. And I like that they had a disco ball in there. I'm like, what? I don't know anything about space travel, obviously. Um, <laughs> if I had known there was entertainment lounges, maybe reminded, I'd be more interested. Reminded me of Jason Goes to Hell, that dance 
disco scene there yeah there, definitely right? definitely so um that was actually like my favorite not jason goes to hell sorry jason ate my bad yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> um uh so that was my favorite just i enjoyed the scene and i liked the whole look together um i also liked you know our girl in the black tank top and her panties and boots um again like little alien reference um yes. and it was nice because she just gets her like pants like shot off of her or like hit <laughs> off of her or something and i'm like that's convenient um yeah her pants just get knocked right off um so yeah shout out to that too and then you know uh, as a very very runner-up um the princess's whole outfit was yeah. really fun she got like the spiky bra and like sparkles and it was kind of like a belly dancer kind of look so i like that too you know, we talked about this being, you know, the dollar store version of Alien. She's the dollar store version of Princess Leia. Oh my god, yeah. Right? Totally. <laughs> right. It, you know, you know the scene I'm talking about. Yeah, you know. I do. Yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't even I didn't think about it at the time, but yeah, totally. <laughs> this movie's the dollar store version of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, girl. Okay, I only had one option for fashion moment. I actually, I struggled with a lot of these topics for I a long time. Some. But yeah. this one automatically had to win. And that is our drag queen cabaret sergeant, Metalhead. It was pretty great. <laughs> so it was great. a pretty great look, yeah. <laughs> it was so great. I yeah. loved him. He was my favorite. The whole scene, that scene was probably my most favorite scene in the entire movie. I rewound it and I watched it three times and I laughed out loud and kind of danced along. Aww. <laughs> yeah. What would happen if we did a Leprechaun musical? Okay, now a Leprechaun musical would be really fun, in my opinion. So fun. They did it to Evil Dead. Why not? Yeah. There's a Carrie musical, too, that happened. Not right. as campy, obviously, and fun but um, as Evil Dead, but yeah. Heard it's Heather's is a musical. Yeah. Right? We so we should really have a Leprechaun musical. I'm just saying. I'd listen. I'd watch. Dance I along. Sing watch. along. It would be great. It would be great. Um. <laughs> So that's what that made me think of. We need a leprechaun musical, but I love the fashion moment in that so much. And anytime we get a drag queen, especially a big rugged, you know, army type drag queen, I'm all for it. Yeah. And I loved, um, I did really love his dress. It was like, mm -hmm. so like, it was like silver mm -hmm. and very disco and mm -hmm. the length was like perfect. So I loved, I loved that dress. Yeah. The whole, all oh, the whole scene was perfect. The lighting and everything was great. Okay, best hair. How's my hair? Hurricane proof. Hey, it's all about the hair. I struggled with hair too. I managed oh. one and a half. Oh, I have one that like right away I was like, that's the one. What do you got? Oh my god, it's Sergeant's uh, like half metal head thing. Okay. He's got his half metal there <laughs> yeah. and then the rest of him and yeah. Chop top a little bit. Yeah, I know. Totally. <laughs> Again. That, probably, that would probably be my hair moment from that movie. So <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Oh, right. Well, that's a great hair moment, but I didn't even think about it because uh, we haven't had one of these in a long time either. Oh, it was books in his hot guy poof. Okay. I thought I was like, we have a hot guy poof. <laughs> we have a hot guy poof. It's been a while. <laughs> it was him. I was like, I like that hair. You know, runner-up, though, to Debbie Dunning, because she always has great hair. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All righty. Prop we would like to own. I brought something out from my dream. Where did you get that? This is one I really struggled on. A lot. I'm, I managed to find three items that I really liked, but it was kind of a struggle. I found myself writing down the most random things in this movie because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have any other options. So I don't know, a helmet, I don't know, this thing. Yeah, but I did I, narrow, I did get three. I was, um, I have three and I don't really want any of them, which is, you know, weird. Like these were just like, just the most random, I have to pick something choices. All right. Yeah. yeah. If I, okay. like, I wouldn't necessarily want these things in my home as much as other things that right. I wanted in my home. Yeah, I really had a hard time picking, and I don't know, maybe part of this has to do with the, most of this movie is stupid CGI, and so we don't really have those practical effects to fall back on to pick as props like we would like to, right? Yeah. Um, so I picked, first off, um, I guess first and foremost on this lackluster list of three is the Lepsaber. Oh, uh, Lepsaber. Another Star Wars reference, okay? <laughs> I mean... Yeah. And it's also funny because he was in Star Wars. Warwick mm-hmm. was in Star Wars, you know. So I'll take the Lep Saber that kills Lucky. Um, I would take um, Zarina's Princess Leia knockoff costume. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it would fit me, but I would take that. Also, um, maybe some dog tags from who I don't care. Uh, maybe a whole complete set would be cool to display. Oh, like- everybody's names on it yeah right right um and then you can explain to people that it was from leprechaun fork people be (laughs) like who are who are these people on these dog tags that you have hanging up and you're like have you not seen leprechaun four in space because it's from leprechaun four in space duh (laughs) but as as with as with we would do with all our props we would not talk about it as if it's a movie no we would it's talk about real. it as if it really happened. <laughs> it's like crazy story. You know, I was like studying this stuff and I got assigned to this team. And then there was a leprechaun on board and like this uh, this computer professor man and spider monster. Crazy. <laughs> Do they ever actually call him a leprechaun in this one? Because they pretty much call him like all these other things. Like, I don't know, like a parasite or something, but... But they don't actually use the word leprechaun like they do in the other movies. I don't think so. I'm like I'm like racking my brain trying to think yeah. if there is. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe I just spaced out. Ha! Uh, <laughs> girl, <laughs> that found myself doing that a lot actually for this movie. Yeah, I did too a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? Okay. Um, mine's kind of lackluster too. Some of these items, like it's hard to even like like rank them like which one i'd want more of these three i'm like i don't know um okay so i want the like dead alien puppet thing i called it there's a scene towards the beginning and i kind of forgot about it until i looked at my notes again today um where one of them shoots this little alien thing and then it's like laying there and it's kind of like open and it's got guts kind of so um i would like that like that was pretty fun don't know what it is exactly. It never came up again. So I don't know. Nobody talked about it. Um, okay. I would also like the princess's necklace because that was really pretty. Yeah, that was pretty. 
And then I would also really like her. She has this gold snake mirror um, where yeah. he shows he shows her her face, you know, because he's like talking about how she's not pretty or whatever. And then he gave her zits. And so he puts <laughs> it up and it's like but it's this beautiful, like golden snakes, like mirror, like her bracelet and stuff. So I, would I like, like that. Those. You that I would props. actually use. Yeah. <laughs> you would display that on your wall. Yeah. Yeah. You have good props. I don't know what you're talking about. Your props are great. They're okay. Mine are like, I don't know, a dog tag? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, because normally when we get a movie that we don't really like a lot of things from, we would pick like a head cast or something, but there weren't even a lot of those. No. I, yeah. I almost I almost picked Leprechaun's, you know, head when it was on the floor at yeah. one point when, when the pee revived him. <laughs> um, <laughs> his head looked pretty good there sitting on the floor. But other than that, he yeah. always looks good. What do you I think know. of our leprechaun design in this one? Because he changes a little bit for each movie. Yeah, he does. Um, I think it looks really good in this one. I like mm-hmm. his little suit too, mm-hmm. of course. But I love like his face. I, I think he looks great in this. And did you notice like his voice is, especially in the opening scene, his voice is different. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little less cackly, witchy, a little more yeah. distinguished, a yeah. little bit, you know. So his voice even changed a little bit in this one. He's matured he in has space. Matured. <laughs> you know, he's trying to marry a queen now, so he must, you know, yeah. grow up. <laughs> he's got to, yeah, man up. <laughs> man up. Man up, Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, epic lines. Boy. Next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit, because it's definitely getting chisel on your tombstone. How many do you have? I have three. Okay, I have five. Girl. <laughs> um, I know most of mine are probably yours. Oddly enough, we don't really have a lot of um, leprechaun notables in this one we normally do normally all of our lines are leprechaun lines mm-hmm. I, most of my lines are are not what about you i have one little leprechaun line other than awesome. that that's it awesome well you go first okay um so i'll start with my favorite that's our hot guy poof man mm-hmm. um books is that his name brooks books brooks, brooks? okay books yeah um, like a book. and it, yeah, and it's when he says, because, like, I just, it's so silly. He's like, I'm not defensive. I'll shoot anyone who says I'm defensive. Anyway, uh, the point is, I was just thinking that I would uh, kind of like to get to know you better. But since you obviously think of me as a Neanderthal, I'll just... Why are you so defensive? I am not defensive, and I will shoot anyone who says I'm defensive. <laughs> Love it. So that's cute. Um, and then, um, okay, so my next one, and I'm like trying to remember the context in which he said this or when it happened exactly, but it's Leprechaun, and he says, I'll barbecue your buns to a crisp. You busted lad. Give me back the princess, or I'll barbecue your buns to a crisp. <laughs> Is this cute? tasty um mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um the princess because um you know i i i feel princess energy sometimes of course where i'm like meh and so she says i deserve it for all my suffering being a princess with nothing to wear people treating me like i'm common i deserve it you know 
for all I've suffered. Being a princess and having nothing to wear. People treating me as though I were common. Oh. <laughs> It's like so I love it. Just like bratty princess vibes, and I love it. I don't have any of those. Wow. <laughs> okay, so now I actually have to make choices. Yeah, you do. Okay. Um, all right. So my number three comes kind of towards the beginning, and I forgot who said it, but it's when uh he says, Don't touch me unless you mean it, cowboy. <laughs> you heard the lady Harold. Move your ass. Hey. Don't touch me unless you mean it, cowboy. Oh, that's like the Spider-Man's little assistant. Yes. <laughs> All right. My number two, my my first runner-up. Um, it's just a great insult. We know I love a good burn. That's when he's like, listen, you little pencil-necked geek. You give me a doctor now before I jerk out your teeth and shit down your throat. To what she gets replied, no thanks, I've already had my lunch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you have an appointment? <sighs> Listen, you little pencil neck geek! You give me the doctor now! Before I jerk out your teeth and shit down your throat! Thank you. I've already had my lunch. My winner, though? It comes kind of towards the end, and it does come from our leprechaun, and I just call it the safety in the workplace slash Danny Boy combo. Hello, Danny Boy. Let's talk about safety in the workplace. Oops. Be very careful when handling sharp instruments. Normally on these movies, I have a whole page of all leprechaun lines, but not this time. It's weird. There wasn't as many. And like, um, they just, it was, it's not my favorite batch of leprechaun like lines or limericks or whatever. Um, right. Some of the other movies, his, all of his little monologues are so good, so fun. And like, I feel like, man, it's almost like a wasted opportunity on that because it's like, I mean, you're in fucking space. Like, <laughs> Come on, like, go with that. There's so much you can do with that. There's so many things you could, like, you could leprechaun that up a lot more. The space just zapped people's creativity because I really felt that in this movie because mm -hmm. this whole movie seemed like a copy of something else, different things, whereas the other movies, the previous three, seemed much more original in everything. Their lines, their kills, their... Yeah. They're everything. So, yeah, space just zaps people's creativity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm All right. It is time to talk about our actors. But before we do, we need to take an ad break. Now there's about 20 of them out there. What will we do? Don't worry. We're safe in here. They'll never get in. Why is it that in every zombie story, people always think that their safe haven is invulnerable? I know. It's like, hello, the walkers are totally going to get in. You better get ready for it. No! 
Diane, get behind me. No, it's not stopping. Do something, Jack! And another thing. How come nobody in a zombie story has ever seen a zombie story? Do you know how much time in human life would be saved if just one person in the group was up on the genre? What do we do? Aim for, for the, the head. head. What? Aim, Aim for, for the, the head. head. You heard them. Aim for the head. Quick, Diane, I think we should try and fix the barricades. I think we should listen to them. Now that's the first good idea they've had all episode. I still don't think they're going to make it. Aim for the Head, a weekly podcast covering the hit AMC programs The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Join hosts Diana and Steve as they recap and discuss the latest episodes. Aim for the Head, available on iTunes. You can also follow them on Facebook. And now for acting. I know every face in here. I've got a respect for the unknown actor. Alrighty, so... I enjoyed our cast in this, though. I did, too. You know, I, I didn't really know. I knew them a little bit. Like, I I knew a little something from most everybody, but not a whole lot. But I really liked them. Right. Of course, we have Warwick Davis as our leprechaun returning. Um, he's always amazing. There were a few that I didn't recognize at all, such as our hot guy, Poof. Brent Jasmer playing books he had 11 credits but i had not seen any of them what about you uh he was in the linnea quigley horror workout video <laughs> oh my god oh you know what because i was looking at acting and not self that's probably why maybe i mean i think it came up in his imdb list and i was like what yeah but imdb now at least on the app puts it into the categories of acting directing the oh. writing but i was only looking at the acting so maybe that was under self maybe i missed that anyway mm. i went did he have the hot guy poof in that i'm like I trying i'm like now. i know i'm like i i'm not sure like how big his part was either i don't know if he was just like yeah in kind of like in the group or i don't know so yeah, but he's in right. that which is pretty sweet <laughs> i gotta go back and find that now mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm trying to see who else I didn't have. Maybe I didn't write them down. Um, Tina, played by Jessica Collins. I think she's most known for The Young and the Restless. Um, I remember her from, mostly, I remember her from American Dreams, season one, of course, because we all know I love that show, with our man Peter Spellos. Uh, She did Catch Me If You Can. She did Dawson's Mm -hmm. Creek um 90210 in season eight and also season four of diagnosis murder she also had um she was also in true calling um <laughs> that was that was um eliza uh eliza Dishku from yeah. buffy um she yeah. played faith i love her so the show was like i didn't follow it huge but i love her so much from buffy i was and you know bring it on and everything so i was like i gotta watch this show so i do kind of recognize her from that i didn't watch the show i was aware that ex- it existed but i didn't actually see it yeah, I definitely watched it for a bit. <laughs> um, Gary Sinner played Dr. Mittenhand. What the hell kind of name? Anyway. Okay. He did lots and lots of shorts. Um, he did a Pirates of the Caribbean part something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and also season seven of Diagnosis Murder. But that's kind of it. I didn't see any of the shorts. I don't really watch the Pirates of the Caribbean. But we all know I love me some DM, of course. Anything for you for him? 
He had a really small part in Lost Highway. I, I was actually, that's really about it for me. I was really surprised that I didn't know him more. I think it's just because his character is like so over the top. Honestly, he was kind of driving me crazy throughout most of the movie. I know. Because he was, I was like, oh, it's the computer man again. Like, I do not, I can't, can't with him right now. I can't with him. Um, and then like, but I do like when he want Liz like flies, feed me flies. And he's like, spider-man or whatever but i thought i recognized him from something and i think it's just because his character was so over the top i was like surely i've seen this man and i really haven't his character was such a caricature and i you know we all were talking about how leprechaun stole from everything i think austin powers stole from this that it felt very austin powers for me in that one i don't know why yeah um but yeah so yeah, that's but that's all I had for him. Gary yeah. Grossman playing Harold, flat-faced Harold. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, he was in the Rob Zombie's Halloween for like a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A tiny second. Um, I remember him from many, many, many shows over the 80s and 90s like Murphy Brown and Night Court and The Wonder Years and Mad About You and Judging Amy. Um, and of course, this sound... This is a constant in this movie with this cast. They all did like diagnosis murder at some point. He's one yeah. of them. Um, he did the episode though. I love it with Stephen Lee from Dolls in it. So Aww. yeah, that one made me smile. I can't wait till we do our next um, Ghoulies episode because Stephen Lee's in that one. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Anything for you for Gary? No, uh, sadly, I didn't really recognize him. I mean, he's done a lot of one episodes of shows that I know, but I can't, like, you know, specifically, like, pick him out of any of those. Yep. All righty. Rebecca Carlton played our princess. All right. Um, She's from New Zealand. I already knew that because I remember her from her little arc on Baywatch. I knew it. I knew it. I saw it and I was like, oh, I'm going to let Summer take this one away. (laughs) She had a very memorable character on Baywatch. Spoiler alert. She died. It was sad. Oh. (laughs) It wasn't like she drowned and died. It was a... A, a five episode arc of cancer and death and it was awful i mean it was they, good they dragged it out over five episodes oh man actually <laughs> I, I think they if i remember correctly she was in five episodes they dragged her death out over maybe like two okay so it was still traumatic it was like she's dying yeah and it was long <laughs> and drawn out dying it wasn't like oh she's dead it was you saw her dying, dying slowly yeah. and it was so sad i'm just saying Ugh. so yeah and then her presence lived on on the next episodes because they talked about his his dead girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. yeah that traumatized me okay so i remember that of course we all know that i just went through recently a binge of charmed and she was on that and uh, 902-0, but that's about it. Yeah, that's I didn't really have anything beyond like that. Yeah. You got to see the Dying Girl episodes of Baywatch. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds pretty, <laughs> it sounds pretty awful. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty awful. They really got to stretch their acting chops in those ones for sure. Aww. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Metalhead, played by Tim Kulershi. How do I say that? Probably wrong. I think that's um, right. 
He had 58 credits, but I didn't recognize a single one. I didn't rec remember him from any of those. What about you? Uh, there was just a few things that I noted. Um, he was in an episode of Weeds. He was in, now I don't remember this because it's been a, a long time since I've seen this show, but Alex Mack, he was in an episode of that. And I was like, what? And I, because I loved that show, but I haven't yeah. seen it in a very long time. So it's not like I can pick him out. Um, and then he had a, a pretty small part in Full Metal Jacket, which I thought was pretty great considering the character he played in this. Apparently, now I've seen Full Metal Jacket once, and I remember mm -hmm. essentially nothing except Arlie Ermey, right? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, it was so long ago. I read, apparently, that he quotes his character in Full Metal Jacket in this. Oh, I'd have, it's been a while since I've seen that, so I'd have right. to, like, I'd have to, like, yeah. Right. But that means I'd have to watch Leprechaun again to find, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay. Um... Rick Peters plays Mooch. Um, Night of the Demons 3 for me. I still haven't seen Night of the Demons 3. Okay, it's... Um, it's really dumb. Okay. <laughs> it's really not great. It's, it is, however, my favorite cover art for the VHS. Okay, okay. She's holding a martini glass... There's skulls as olives. It's a kick-ass cover. It's my least favorite of the Night of the Demons franchise, not including the remake. But he was in that, and I and I still have it because I'm a completist. So I found it on DVD, and I, you know I still have it. But yeah, I have the whole set. Yeah, <laughs> you got to. Do you have anything for him? Not really. Mm -mm. He also did Heroes and Providence, and those were shows that I really love, too. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of it. He did have more than that as his credits. I just hadn't seen them. Um, Debbie Dunning playing Dolores. Okay, first of all, Dolores, for me, is such an old-fashioned name. I cannot picture her as a Dolores. I, I know. I thought that, too. I thought it was so funny. I'm like, Dolores? Yeah. Her parents hated her, I'm sure. Um... <laughs> Of course, I think we all know her as Heidi from Home Improvement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Was there anything else you had for her? Uh, not really. I just know her from that big time. I mean, she was on an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but I haven't seen Sabrina the Teenage Witch in a while. So, I, you know, I'm like, I don't remember her, her episode or whatever, but Home Improvement. <laughs> Last year, I went through a binge of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, seasons one through four, just I devoured Aww. them in like three weeks and I had so much fun. Ah, uh, I, I really want to rewatch because I loved that show. It holds up. It's still great. It's That's what I've great. heard. Yeah. She also did a Tales from the Crypt in season six about oh, martial awesome. artists, arts fighters. Um, it's, and they where they fight to a death match and she played one of the wives. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeff Mead played Kowalski. Um, he had his moment in the 90s on shows like Walker, Texas Ranger and Dr. Quinn and Renegade. But he wrote a lot of screenplays for films. Um, the only one I've seen, though, is one that he also directed. And that was the Amityville Haunting from 2011. I believe I saw that on Tubi way back. Okay. I know I've seen it. I'm not sure how I've seen it. That's I've not seen of, that one. 
yeah, that's kind of all I had for him. You know, he was in um he was in like four episodes of Buffy. I kind of remember him. Other than that, I didn't really have anything for him. Mm-hmm. Same, same. Okay. Lad York played Lucky. Rather unlucky, as his character found out. Um, he was also in Night of the Demons 3. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait for you to watch that movie, first of all. Um, and then he also had his moment in the 90s with shows like Jag. He was also in a diagnosis murder. Um, I just saw this episode recently. It was about a virus outbreak in a hotel. So when nice. I saw when I saw him pop up in this, I'm like, hey, it's that guy. That guy who spread the virus in the hotel on purpose <laughs> and tried to kill everyone, but also oh. died. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's you. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> um i have saved my favorite for second to last miguel nunez jr playing sticks Mm -hmm. i'll be honest when i was watching this movie and i'm using watching and quotes air quotes i wasn't actually watching it i was doing a million other things right yes totally forgot he was in this i heard his voice and i snapped to attention i'm like hey I know that voice. I know him. Okay. And then I got more interested in the movie just seeing him in it. So he, I think, is one of our most accomplished actors in this one, except, of course, our leprechaun. With 160-ish acting credits. What are your favorites, Jamie? Oh, I mean, Return of the Living Dead, Scooby-Doo, Friday. Mm-hmm. Got a Friday the 13th in there. That's what mm-hmm. I must know him from. Oh, man. So good. Um, I've talked about this uh, plenty of times. He was a regular for all three years on Tour of Duty, that Vietnam drama that I really like, which is crazy because I don't really like those kind of shows. But I love this one. As well as Harlem Nights, he was in Fresh Prince. He had all these shows like Hanging with Mr. Cooper he did um, the movie for Richer or Poorer with Tim Allen and Kirstie Alley. He did the Friends spinoff, Joey. Did you ever watch that? No, I remember it, um, but I didn't. I didn't ever watch it. <laughs> you along with everyone else, apparently. Yeah. It didn't last very long. <laughs> it did not. He was on that. Most recently, though, he's done a BET original series called The Family Business, which I haven't seen because I don't have cable or Amazon Prime. But it's pretty popular. I think it's been going on for about three years now. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So um, last but not least, the computer voice. Mm-hmm. We've talked about him before. I know. Yeah. Okay. And it was so funny because I had to do some research because his IMDb credit for this movie is not the same as his IMDb credit on all his other movies. I was, like, looking at his, like, IMDb, and I was like, there's not a lot here. No, but I remembered the name, James Quinn. I said, James Quinn. I know this is a Kevin Tenney-related project because his brother, Dennis, did the music mm-hmm. for this one. So James Quinn was the guy in which Ford who went, whoa, multiple sadness. My epic line, if I oh, remember correctly. multiple sadness, yes. I'm pretty sure he, was, he said that line. I know he was in that scene. Um, <laughs> he also did his other movies, Night of the Demons. He did Pinocchio's Revenge. He did Witch Trap, which is kind of a related movie to Witchboard. Not really, not officially, 
but the guy who played the villain in Witchboard mm-hmm. played in Witchtrap as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also an American Satan, which oh, we just mm-hmm. saw recently when we had to interview Andy Black a couple of years ago. Yeah. Right? Um, so I think it's the same guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I couldn't find anything saying it was the same guy, but I am 99.9% sure it's the same guy with a different IMDb account. Yeah, and it was like, I just looked up James Quinn on um, IMDb, and there's like a grip of them that are popping up, so I don't know which one's yeah. which. Anyway, there's a there's a few. <laughs> yeah, if this is the wrong James Quinn, I am sorry, but given the fact that Tenny's brother is related to this project, and we have several Night of the Demons people in this, yeah. I would think that it, it would be the same one. I think that's a good, uh, I think that's a good deduction. You know, that was some good detectiving work there. Um, I even tried to match the the birthdays. I even tried to match the birthdays between the two, but one of them didn't have a birthday listed. I'm like, how can I tell if it's the same guy? Oh my gosh, you were cross-referencing and everything. I was, I was determined. And so (laughs) I'm almost sure, but if I am incorrect, I am sorry to the James Quinn that plays the computer voice in this one my apologies <laughs> will the real james quinn please stand up <laughs> <laughs> um did i leave anybody out i don't think so that's all of them that i wrote down um i think there was a couple people i didn't i didn't know them at all so mm-hmm. same same so i didn't even uh do that same okay cinematography i've, I've never seen anything like this before in my life okay I really don't have anything to say. I I don't have a lot. I'm at a loss for words on our cinematography. Our cinematographer was David Lewis. I am sorry, Mr. Lewis. Um, This didn't really stand out to me at all, kind of, except for maybe, you know, when Leprechaun infiltrates the guy through the pee. That was kind of funny and interesting. and then when he explodes out of the dick, that's kind of interesting on how they did it. They didn't show up, but you know exactly what's happening. <laughs> um, other than that, in the in the um, the disco scene, I don't have anything. Um, you know me, I like cinematography. Usually, I have things to say. I- um, this one I don't have a whole lot. Um, it didn't necessarily stand out super cinematically. Um, so my, my, I think my TV is like broken because um, everything has been really dark where I'm like, God, this is so underexposed. I can't see anything like in the beginning when it first started. And then I watched another movie and I'm like, oh, I think my TV is making things like way darker. But anyway, there's that. Possibly, but this was actually a very dark movie because I thought that too. Okay. Okay. So my TV accentuates it, but it was dark. It it's was a, a very little... dark movie. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. on the dark side and I don't always like that because I can't see what's happening. And then that makes me upset because I'm like I can't say anything and I want to see everything um so it didn't like that but um I you know there's some low angles when like our leprechaun is prowling so you know that's all right um we get more of that in the other movies I feel like yes um, but we did get a little of that here um and then like this isn't this isn't really like a cinematography thing but the it's more like a set thing the entertainment lounge so awesome. I loved it. I, that's all, That was my favorite part of the movie, I guess. Um, 
decontamination suits. I guess I liked that scene, but it's not really like cinematically I liked it. I just thought it was silly. And then I did really like if I had to pick like a cin- like a cinematography moment, it would be when the leprechaun's holding onto the bay doors and he's going to get sucked out into space and then like the princess is looking through the little like thing and you just see her eyes. Mm-hmm. And it goes to her eyes and it goes to him. And I like that, but yeah, not not like super cinematically memorable. Bright side, it's in focus. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I saw a movie a few months ago which kept going out of focus and I wanted to shoot my TV. I was so annoyed and pissed off at this. Um, so they did that right, even though it was a little dark. I had the brightness. I was watching it on my phone. I had the brightness on my phone up all the way and it was still super dark. Yeah, I can't stand that. I just I makes me feel like I can't see what's happening. And I'm like, I, I can't see. I'm blind. Like, and yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sorry. I did nothing was really like, wow. Um, I don't really know where to put this. It's not cinematography. It's not story. It's not really anything. But the, what this movie really lacked for me, and what would have made me like this movie a lot better, is more Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. We hardly yeah. had him at all in this movie, and I wanted more, more of our Leprechaun. Yeah, it was like too too focused on like the crew. Yeah, yeah, yep. More I didn't. I didn't. Please. I didn't really care much. I didn't really care about them much as a group, as a collective group. Didn't really yeah. care about them much. And even though, you know, it's like, okay, obviously, like, some of these, a lot of these people are fodder and are going to die. But even in my movies where I have a group of a bunch of people who are just going to die, I tend to like them more, um, care about them a little bit more. This one, I'm just kind of like, eh, kill them already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to say about that yeah okay the moment i have been dreading special effects doesn't matter what happened what matters is what looks like what happened and what looks like what happened is pretty nasty (sighs) okay well gabriel bartolos did our practical and of course our practical and our leprechaun amazing we just talked about him and something else what a basket case i think we talked about him for for basket case too um, he wasn't credited, but I read that he was a part of those effects. He awesome. does amazing practical effects. Love him, and I love his creation of this leprechaun character in the, the design of him. Oh, but everything else. <laughs> CGI asteroids, CGI ships, CGI planets, CGI force fields. It's uh-huh. <laughs> CGI oh. everything. Okay, my favorite of the CGI's is like the finger making machine where he like puts the little DNA or whatever and they're like watching and then a laser shoots down at it and then a finger appears and they're like, yes. And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> CGI piss. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, uh, well, okay. Um, what was your thoughts on our our, our Spider Man, like our mutant uh, mitten mitten hand when he goes all spidery, scorpiony, scorpiony? I have no thoughts. thoughts. Um, I it was just kind of like whatever. I think by the time that happened, because that was kind of towards the end. I think by the time that happened, I was already over it and done and checked out. I was gonna say, usually, I really love grotesque like body like I love like grotesque stuff like that but I wasn't super like stoked on it and it I seems wasn't like... grossed out it didn't it was not effective 
Yeah, that's it. Usually I like mismatches of body parts and things and insect, you know, and it just, yeah, it didn't super wow me. No, it didn't wow me at all. None of this, except our, our beautiful leprechaun, really wowed me. Yeah. yeah. We got a little bit of green blood from the leprechaun. I remember that, and I liked mm -hmm. that, but not a whole lot of that either. More green blood, please. Anything. Yeah. Anything more having to do with our leprechaun in a practical way would have made this movie so much better. I know. And then, like, yeah, I I hated, like, I get that they want to tell us that we're in space, like, we're, but we don't need the reminder, like, throughout the movie. <laughs> like, we fucking get it. It's, like, space. We're on a spaceship. And so it's, like, they would show We kind of got that from the first scene right off the I bat. I know. And then it would cut to the CGI ship sometimes, like, the exterior. Oh. And I'm, like, why? Like, you don't want to show that. Like, you want to keep that as minimal as possible. You showed it to us once. It was bad. But that's enough. Like, no more of the ship. And then they would just throw in a little of the ship. And I'm, like, no, no. Mm -mm. You want to use that sparingly, if at all. You know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of the stock footage that they use over and over and over again in those space shows, in mm -hmm. those TV versions of Star Trek or whatever, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, they they use the same stock footage of the same stupid ships going through space over and over and over again. Now, of course, those shows had a much bigger budget, so the ships looked much better, but it was the same feeling. This belonged in a TV show, not in an hour and a half movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. One more thing. We did Yay. get that. We did get that giant version of Leprechaun at the end um, when he gets all giant and huge. That was kind of fun, silly, but oh yeah, <laughs> it just tells you that you know if you're here. I know that our Leprechaun always wanted to be larger than life and much bigger than three feet tall. Mm -hmm. So his dreams came true for a second. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> Living the dream. Okay. Music. Music is my life. <laughs> As I said, Dennis Tenney, of course, brother of Kevin Tenney, and we've talked about him in multiple other movies, such as Witchboard, Night of the Demons, Leprechaun 3. He also did Sleepstalker. All righty. Oh. And... um. We will be talking about him in the near future when we do Ghoulies 4. Mm -hmm. So he composed all of those movies. As a whole, I really, really enjoy his compositions. All right? Yeah. This movie, though, didn't really stand out a whole lot to me as I far was as gonna the music. I was going to say the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Things that did stand out to me. <laughs> Was it the William Tell overture that was playing over our dick kill? <laughs> I think. I think you might be right. That stuck out to me. I liked it. That was funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> I, I laughed out loud. Um, and I didn't laugh out loud a lot during this movie. That went and did it. And it was because of the music. And also, again, going right back to our drag queen cabaret sergeant, that music. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> loved it. It was good. Do um, you have any other notes? Yeah, I have. Um, ooh, so sci-fi. Um, in the beginning, um, again driving March. it home. I know. In space. I had march music, so it's when the soldiers are like move, like marching somewhere in the, and that was kind of cool. 
bang bang sounds i don't know what that is i don't There's know lots of guns going on i'm assuming i meant like the sound effects related to the guns because i wrote bang bang sounds but i don't mm-hmm. know um and then i wrote sleazy dance face which i liked and then i i love me some dances of horror and we actually had two scenes of them in the disco thing where it's dolores dancing and then it's the guys mm-hmm. <laughs> dancing which is really cute so right got a, got a couple dances in here right Right? Yeah, I I thought about that in uh, Dances of Horror. I know I made a note of that somewhere. Yep, I did it in the understory. I should really mm-hmm. put that in its own topic. Uh, yeah, we had Dances of Horror in this one, so there was that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I got for, for the music. Yeah, it didn't super, super stand out, but... Nah. And that's surprising, because I really love, like I said... Dennis's work normally totally so yeah not not his best work but I'm sure he was just working with what he had totally yeah aging Stand the test of time. oh boy the CGI CGI does it you know that's definitely gonna already ages it big time for sure <laughs> no just mm-mm yeah, it's it's and it wasn't just the CGI. It was cheap CGI because we sure they had no budget, right? Yeah. But like we talked about in Hollow Man, it doesn't age well. Hollow Man was what four huge years after budget. this? Yeah. Only 4 years after this huge budget still looks like crap in 2023. And we had even like it won like awards for special effects and stuff cuz at the time, yes, but it just Academy Award nominated. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're like, eh. so this, you know, let's put this in perspective. This having the no budget that it did, it's probably not as bad as we're saying it is, considering what we've seen with pe- things with big budgets. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for for being a low budget movie, I mean, they did they did good. I've yeah. seen far worse, but I've even seen more CGI. But um, yeah. it's pretty bad CGI. Yeah, they, they worked with what they had, but mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan. There was too much of it. I just craved that practicalness. Just because you're in space and you want to be a sci-fi movie doesn't mean everything has to be computer. Yeah, I mean, it's better when there's practical effects in space. Exactly. Always. Exactly. Alien, hello. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, speaking of Alien, mostly mm-hmm. practical. I love their puppet. I know. It's amazing. Right? Amazing it's work. Amazing. Twist. Careful. This is the moment when the supposedly dead killer comes back to life for one last scare. <laughs> Not in my movie. Do you have a twist list? I have a few. Okay. Um, Okay, so this alien they're looking for is costly, because they talk about that in the beginning. Um, The Sardent crashed in a shuttle, which is what shattered his skull. Um, P revived him. Um, (laughs) Hey, um, Mitten Hands, or whatever his name is, can DNA things. Um, (laughs) A leprechaun exploded out of his dick. Um... Oh, her DNA will complete him. Um, her breast are killer, and Sergeant was a cyborg all along. Just like Alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Speaking of the boob kill, 
they did that in part two. Remember her boobs turned into blades. I remember. Yeah. I like that one better. I did too. <laughs> and I remember we hated that movie. But I know. That was, that was a fun scene. It was a fun scene. Yeah. Okay. Pacing. What are you waiting for? Huh? What are you waiting for? You know, this movie was an hour and 35 stupid minutes. It felt long. Yeah, it felt long. Mm -hmm. It um, This would have been better suited for an 80-minute runtime. Yeah. And I don't mean that as an insult. You just don't need stuff, some stuff. Yeah, I think that they could have cut out a lot of that. Again, like I was saying, like the Mm -hmm. scene of the ship, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that, they really could have cut back on. And you would have had a tighter movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think even the illusion would have been better because seeing that CGI, like having it like, you know, thrown at you, um, you keep seeing it and you're like, oh, it's bad. (laughs) But like if I'd only seen seen that ship from the outside once, my mind would have created a better ship. So they could have cut all of that out and made it like a much tighter, better looking movie, in my opinion. They had a lot of unnecessary kind of like filler. They really, really did. I know they were trying to fill their seconds with these scenes, but obviously for timing, they needed more of a movie. We've talked about this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Flashback Mm -hmm. to Wes Craven month last year with Red Eye. Oh, mm -hmm. do you remember the runtime on that was like an hour and 20 minutes, hour, 25 minutes? Yeah. There was eight minutes of credits at the end. And that is because for a movie to be considered a feature film, it needs to be at least 80 minutes. Yeah. So he ran his credits for eight minutes. Yep. (laughs) And it made for a very tight film because of that, right? And I love that he's like, you know what? I'm not going to add like unnecessary Unnecessary. stuff to the movie. But um, since I have to do this, like I have this red tape that I have to get through. I'm just going to do it all at the end in the credits. Brilliant. Yes. (laughs) But this movie could have, you could have shaved off 10 minutes easy. And you still would have made that feature film Mm -hmm. quota. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I got I got bored through this movie at several points. I had to like rewind several times uh-huh. because I totally missed things. I was looking at the screen. It's just my mind like, and I was like, what what just happened? <laughs> so I yeah. have to like play it again. Happened Same, to me I multiple start, times. I started thinking about work. I started thinking about the movie we're going to do after this. I started <laughs> thinking about my other job. I started thinking about practicing my tap dance, which I should do, but I didn't do. And I really should have done it instead of thinking of watching this movie because now it's going to be a bad this week. <laughs> so yeah, if we had cleaned it up, like you said, maybe that would not have happened. I wonder if other people experienced that too on this one. Maybe. I, my mind definitely went different places. My mind did not stay in space on this one. <laughs> It went everywhere else, but my mind kept saying I'd rather be watching Alien. I know. I thought that at several points where I'm like, I should watch Alien. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it, yeah. Um, we need to do Alien real soon. Uh, yeah, we do. And um, yes. Alex and mine's mutual friend, uh, Clay. Yeah. The one who was in um, the Curse of the Blue Lights movie that I talked about on our last oh, yeah. Hellraiser episode. Uh, he would love to be a guest on Alien. Fun. Yeah. Awesome. So we have to do that 
again we'll have to do that soon but i would have rather have much rather watched alien than this yeah yeah (laughs) (sighs) scary Uh uh-uh not no not at all i don't even know what would have made this more scary uh well less less cgi maybe like this is a movie where i feel like it's kind of like a kitchen sink movie in a lot of ways because there's so many we'll talk about it in the story i guess a little bit more there's just so many things they threw at like just so many different things they threw there trying they have the thing with the dna and then they have like the crew itself and uh, anyway it's like and leprechaun and it's like so much stuff um so maybe if they trimmed that mm-hmm. down and kind of stuck to you hey we're aboard a spaceship there's a leprechaun on it i think that in itself could have been a little scarier they just did so many things it's true these movies never are really are scary because with the no. exception of part one it's a joke yeah they're funny movie they're yeah, like part funny movies yeah part one is a serious movie or tried to be part everything else is just a joke so Mm-hmm. It's not trying to be scary. I don't know what would have made this frightening. I really don't. So let's just move on to story. That's the beauty of it all. Simplicity. Besides, if it gets too complicated, you lose your target audience. My two notes I had in story was I crave more lep and yeah. dances of horror. Um, I think we kind of already like talked a lot about how we would love to trim this story and tighten it up but do you have anything else to add on that story uh just going off of what i said i i just don't think any of these like many subplots kind of that happen like pay off Mm -hmm. so it's like Mm -hmm. you have the plot with the leprechaun trying to get the princess you have the (laughs) plot with mitten hands using your dna (laughs) you have the plot with just the crew itself like you just have so many different and none of them really pay off in like a satisfying way so it's like why why did half of this stuff happen why (laughs) yeah that's pretty much my my thoughts on this one it's it's jumping the shark when you go to space like big time just why (laughs) Four is way too early to go to space. Yeah, and I feel like um, I don't know. They just kind of threw us into it, and but they didn't do enough to like I don't know. I guess like make this feel real, like make the scenario, the setting, the people feel real. They just kind of throw you into it, and we're like, okay, we're with this crew in space, and here we go. I guess it's like you know they threw all the spaghetti at the wall, <laughs> and it all fell down. All fell down. It was a mess. It was a big. It's just, it's just one big old mess, man. Yeah. Just, no. Okay. But not even not even a big bloody mess like we like, or a big gooey mess like we like. It's just a pile mess. of mess. Wet, wet noodles. Wet noodles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no guts at all. None. <laughs> hey, Jamie. Yeah. Do you have taglines? I do. <gasps> tagline rewritten for accuracy. Uh, so I actually have one tagline for this one. Usually we have at least a couple. And I got to say, it's a pretty solid one. Um, so shout out to whoever came up with this one. 
one small step for man, one giant leap for terror. But again, um, those are, it just tells you that it's in space. doesn't tell you anything else about it. Because <laughs> no. which plot would you choose, you know? Right. I mean, but let's be honest. We're watching a leprechaun movie. We're not really interested in plot. No. We, we want to see our leprechaun. And that's where this was very lacking. Yeah. Yeah. Overall movie rating. Okay. So um it's not the worst movie i've ever seen I, i'll start this is by true. saying that it was more it was more fun than i thought it was going to be watching it again it's been a while like i said um all that being said probably not going to be on my rewatch list anytime soon i don't imagine myself watching this one again for a while <laughs> um no really but it wasn't awful. It wasn't awful. So I am actually going to give it, um, I'm going to give it a, a three and, um, you know, like a, like a finger, like a DNA created thumb. Um, so it's not quite a four. It's not quite a three. It's not quite a three and a half. It's like three and a thumb. Three and a thumb. <laughs> now, if you remember what we did in the last two uh, leprechaun movies we did was we did a leprechaun rating where we rate this in the entire franchise of leprechauns um i mean maybe it would get a little higher if i was just looking at, at it as like mm-hmm. leprechaun only movies i mean maybe i would just bump it up to its its number four mm-hmm. <laughs> it works for me maybe uh, i'd have to like really think about some of the other ones but yeah it's pretty low when it comes to the rest of them i don't know maybe it would stay a three yeah um me mm, overall of all movies forever it's gonna be a, a three nothing mm-hmm. extra just a three yeah. if we're going i don't even know maybe a two like, I don't know, because I liked part two better than this. And I'm pretty sure I gave part two a two. I didn't like part. Yeah. Part two is not a favorite of mine. I can't remember what I ranked it. Yeah, I like it better. I like so it better long. than four. <laughs> I like so part if, two better than four. If I ranked part two a three, it now bumps up to a four. Right, <laughs> right, right. But right. I don't remember. Right, so I like part two better, and I remember us talking about how we were very bored in part two, but at least in part two, we had so much leprechaun action. We had some really fun kills. We had yeah. some really fun actors with some really fun lines. I remember my my epic line list was like two pages long for that one. Oh. Right, and we had some fun fashion, and you know, we had, like I said, more leprechaun. So I love part two way better better than this one. Um, so this might get it to an overall movie rating mm-hmm. and overall in the franchise, I would probably give it like, I don't know, maybe a three and an alien head, possibly maybe yeah. a four, but I'm really, my heart says three. Yeah. Follow your heart. Follow my heart. Which is actually an improvement because going into this, I thought this was going to be like a 0. 0.5. Wow. <laughs> you know, I anticipated not having 
as much fun as I actually did. Same. It Same. So, you know, hey, shout out to them for making a movie that surprised me with, like, the entertainment that I did get out of it. I thought I was going to dislike it a lot more. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I mean, if you, ha- if you haven't seen it, watch it, folks. I mean, yeah. you know, just so it's off your to-do list, I guess. Yeah, and don't let us influence you. You know, make you up your own mind. Some people I know really like this movie um, for all the reasons that we dislike it. So there's that. I was going to say, just for funsies, um, yes. I was I was looking at some reviews for it today, this morning when I was getting ready. Um, just And I was amazed um, how many people on IMDb, I think I was looking at the reviews on there maybe, um, there was a lot of people who really loved this movie. I mean, people were ranking it like, it was the average I was seeing there was like five to seven um, out of 10, you know? So people were ranking it five to seven. There were people who ranked it at a nine. Um, and I was like, wow, a nine. I mean, but you know, Hey, to each their own. Yeah. Like if that's a nine, if this movie's a nine for you, great. Like rocket, be proud of that. I don't believe yep. in guilty pleasures really, because I don't feel guilty about it, you know? Um, so if it's, you know, it was a nine for somebody and they loved the camp of it and they loved the goofiness where they're like, Hey, this was just my friends and I decided to get drunk and watch this movie. And we had a blast. <laughs> it's like, great. <laughs> I'm surprised that people liked it this much, but you know, they're out there. They're, yeah. uh, they are out there. So if you haven't seen this one, give it a chance and make up your own mind. That's all yeah. I say about that. Yeah, but for me, I kind of like part two better, and I thought I hated part two, but putting it in perspective, yeah. 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 All right. Fun facts. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Yay. Okay, um, we talked about a lot of them already, but what we haven't talked about is the sound of the doors opening and closing are taken from the original Doom video game, huh. uh, where the sound was of the elevators. Oh. This film apparently takes place in 2096, so we have a while to go before we hit that mark. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> the budget for the CGI of this was 80000 Okay. Okay. And alternate title in other <laughs> states was Space Platoon. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, it fits, but... Um, and last but not least, of the 17 characters listed in the credits, only five, including the computer voice, survived. <laughs> That's a pretty high number for a movie where most everyone dies. Yeah, that is a pretty high number. Yep. Alrighty, it is time for shout outs. Whoop. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. All right, we need to shout out our Patreons. We got John, Mike, Bill, and Alex. Yay. Ah, I feel so terrible. Normally, I get a notification when someone joins as Patreon in my email. Yeah. Um, this happened a month and a half ago, and I did not get that notification. <gasps> yeah. So, yeah. I apologize for being late, Alex, but Alex, our Hellraiser guest, is on board for Patreon. Woo! Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks, we Alex. Love you. We love you. Yeah. We need to shout out our artist, Clark. What are you, an artist or something? These are rather good. 
They're very good, actually. Mm, Clark creates gold every time. I am so into our new logo. I keep saying it. I'm wearing it as we record right now with our little American Mary Suspiria inspired logo with the ballet in the foot <laughs> in the bucket of guts. I know. It's so beautiful. I love it. I've told Kane Hodder on multiple occasions on how you love your buckets of guts. You okay. did? What did I he did. say? He said, oh, that lovely disturbed girl. Well, for, <laughs> the first time he laughed. The second time he said you need help. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Thank you, Papa Kane. Thank you for thinking of me and looking out. <laughs> I, we were talking about Hatchet and the John Carl Beekler scene in the Bucket of Guts. That's what you picked. You wanted John Carl Beekler's guts. I wanted those guts. So last time I saw him, I showed him our logo. I said, look, Jamie's got her bucket of guts. Aww. <laughs> and he's like, you, you girls are sick. <laughs> you. you know it. You know it. Thank you. <laughs> he laughed as he said it, but he thought it was hilarious. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah, it's like, you need help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need help getting some more guts in my house. Like, come exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> said once how our scenario of like having your buckets with like nameplates above them so you know uh -huh. which guts came from what movie yeah I know because I, I worry sometimes where it's like I, I hope I could like I hope I could tell my guts apart you know they're like children I guess so you tell them apart right and but I you know I never choose favorites um I love all my guts equally <laughs> <laughs> All right, next we have to talk about our author, David O'Hanlon. What's that book about? Oh, this is something special. Oh, David, have you ever done a babysitter massacre movie in space? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Admittedly, though, that would be pretty fun because, you know, it. It's classic with a lot of these franchises that they go to space, you know, in one of them. It's not usually the favorite one of, of the people, but um, it would be pretty fun to do a, for David to do a space one. <laughs> so much fun. Oh, my God. And last but not least, our producer, Nina. Nina, when was the first time you've seen Leprechaun 4? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. It was similar to your guys' experience. I think it was just on sci-fi one day and mm -hmm. uh, turned it on because it's got Warwick Davis in it and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie really reminds me of what sci-fi is doing now with their sci-fi originals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny because like everything that you guys said, it was kind of ripping off. I was sitting there with my boyfriend, Joey, and I was like, does this feel like Star Wars and Alien like had a baby? Like <laughs> and then the the penis scene, I'm like, they ripped that off. Like, yep. I had to yep. go back and double check which came out first. And I was like, they, they ripped that it. off. And but, then, yeah. like I said, Chop Top's even in here. I know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Nina, thank you so much for um, joining us at the Dolls of Horror because we love having yeah. you on board. And Aww. 
love your work. And so thank you so much for contributing all that you already have. It hasn't been that long, but we just, we love you so much. So thank you. Yeah. I can't wait for all of our ghouly fun adventures to you. It's just the beginning. (laughs) Ghoul friends. (laughs) Watch out world. Here we come. (laughs) The conventions are in trouble now. I know. Oh, I can't wait. I'm That's so going to be so much fun. Ah, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Um, so that's all I really have to say. I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. Like right. done, done, oh, done. I'm done. I don't think <laughs> I'll be watching this one again for a really long time. Not unless I like get like a really serious dare or something where it's like a triple dog dare you to watch it again. All right. <laughs> you know, I would watch it because I would have to if I wanted to show it to somebody. Like I had to do that with the Greasy Strangler when I was hanging out with Billy. I was telling him about <laughs> Greasy and and how much I disliked it and how you kind of liked it a lot more than I liked yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, Billy's also a, a producer, right? So he does a lot of film, right? So um, he did find the production quality in it, but he's like, wow, no. <laughs> but I had to watch it then because I had to show it to him. Some movies I had to sit through it again. Well, some movies some movies are like buddy system movies, right? Where it's like, I can't ask you to watch Leprechaun 4 by yourself like I can't ask you to do that like I have to (laughs) I have to be fair and buddy system here so yeah it's a buddy system movie yeah this is definitely (laughs) a buddy system movie (laughs) okay guys let us know what you think of Leprechaun 4 both alone and in the rest of the franchise where does it rank for you we want to know so with that I'm Summer I'm Jamie And you have been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls or offer any movie suggestions, feel free to send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. If you really like the podcast and want to help out financially so that the dolls can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening. Bye. May I say what an honor it is to be working with such a great genius. And may I say how much I loathe and despise toadies like you. Thank you. And may I say what an honor it is to be despised by such a magnificent mind. Oh, shut up. I'd love to. Thank you.